So, brethren, it's a pleasure being here once again. And all the glory goes to God for waking each and every one of us, you know, up on a daily basis. So, I know last week I spoke on uh, you can be prosperous and have good success too. It's entirely up to you. And today, along that same abundant living, you know, for Christians, I would like to touch on the topic of you can have all sufficiency in all things as long as his grace is abounding. So, brethren, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And today's segment will not be rather long, but rather short. And upon your free time, you are always, um, you know, encouraged to read the scripture verses shared and to spend time in the Holy Bible. So I'll start, brethren. Because of a lack of knowledge on this important subject of giving and receiving, the people of God and the work of God have been, in many cases, in a state of financial stagnation. But this sad state of affairs must not be allowed to continue. For once giving is given the treatment which it deserves, the financial well-being of each Christian and that of the body of Christ generally would be greatly enhanced. Just take a look at the different types of offerings which were ordained to be taken from God's people under the dispensation of the law of first covenant. And you cannot help being impressed by the meticulous requirements that God demanded before those gifts could have gained the divine approval. Today, however, giving is treated with gross disdain, and the results of our flippant treatment of this ministration can be seen by the chronic financial leanness that has become a dominant feature of the body of Christ internationally. End time saints, read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 8, but 
focus on verses 3 to 5 in particular and observe the linkage between the giver and his or her gifts. In addition, consider the earnestness of the saints of Macedonia who actually begged the Apostle Paul to accept their gifts for the saints of another area. After having done so, compare our attitude towards giving with theirs and see the great gulf that exists between both. But that is not all that we can learn from them in this crucial area of Christian giving. Notice that the grace of this ministration of giving reached its zenith in verse 7, in which the apostle elevated giving to the same plane as faith, utterance, knowledge, diligence, and love. Brethren, by placing giving on the same plane as faith, knowledge, utterance, and love, one can readily understand that giving which pleases God must emanate from the heart and reflects one's commitment to one's maker and one's concern for the welfare of one's brethren. Now, when these attitude is the motivating factor of our giving, this ministry of giving becomes a credit card divinely paid for and bequeathed to us by our Lord himself, as can be seen by the following text, which I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, which states, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. From this text, therefore, we know that God's desire for his children is not that they be rich and selfish. Instead, he desires of us that we become rich channels of blessings to his children and also to the lost and dying. This conclusion is surely ventilated in verse 9, which states accordingly in the same 2 Corinthians from verses chapter 9, verse 9. As it is written, he had dispersed abroad. He had given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9. And verse 10 shows us that by giving, we place seed in God's hands that he can then multiply and so ensure us a continual supply. In addition, this verse, as does verse 9, reminds us that by so doing, our righteousness increases and remaineth forever. Then verses 11 and 12 inform us that giving is a way of expressing many thanksgivings to God for his unspeakable gift, Jesus Christ. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. Now, when we compare the Corinthians text that I shared today, with that of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, we must conclude that we can have all sufficiency in all things as long as his grace in us is abounding. So brethren, you do not have to take for granted. For if you would but practice the biblical principles of tithing, giving to the poor, and to missions, 
no living person would be able to convince you ever to stop subscribing for your temporal blessings both for yourself and your offspring will surely increase significantly so as i close today brethren and time since i beg you please ignore the religious skeptics and unlearned hypocrites dare to walk in genesis chapter 18 verse 19 joshua chapter 1 verse 8 psalm chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 psalm chapter 37 verse 21 and 26 psalm chapter 41 verses 1 to 3 proverbs chapter 19 verse 17 matthew chapter 6 verse 33 luke chapter 6 verse 38 and second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 and experience the blessings of god that are written in his word brethren i repeat if you do what these texts instructs you to do god's blessing would surely overtake you so that's the end of my segment today brethren i will be live next week again brethren as i always do please spend time in reading the holy bible every day please ensure that your life is surrounded by persons who are walking this christian walk seriously godly and righteously so you both can be able to strengthen each other the word helps you the word strengthens you jesus christ will be returning and please prepare yourselves for his return so that's the end of my segment today brethren i will be live next week again have a blessed week Bye for now.